Let's go. Dermot and Dave. Today FM. Right now, though, it's What's the Story? And we are told our next guest has quite the story, so much so that he's made a full live show out of it. Good morning, Tom Moran. How are you? Very well. Very glad to talk to you. Now, usually we kind of have a chat around, you know, projects and things before we get to What's the Story? But I gather that your story is linked into the play and the title of the play. So the title of the play is Tom Moran is a big, fat, filthy, disgusting liar. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> oh, I was just about to call my next show that. <laughs> Including uh, the Tom Moran bar. <laughs> you totally robbed that from well, me. Well, let's just jump straight in there and say, Tom, what's the story? So, yeah, essentially the, the whole show was inspired by this secret and it was something that I only remembered over lockdown. Okay. Or, or I only admitted I remembered over lockdown. <laughs> And like all great stories, it, it starts in fourth class of school. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was about 10 or 11 years old mm-hmm. and I hadn't done my homework, like loads of us, I'm sure. And to avoid, you know, getting in trouble, uh, to disappoint my mom, I faked being sick okay. to get the day off. Uh, but that year, crucially, we had the scary teacher in school. Uh, his name was Mr. Murta. And like the big rumor was that he was rumored to eat chalk. And punch wasps. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, I swear I saw him eat a wasp, but that's that's for another day. Um, and, you know, this was common enough for me. Like, I'd regularly fake being sick, and normally it wasn't an issue. Okay, right, right. But this day it was, and the, the deal was that mom said, you can stay off school, but you have to wear your uniform, and we have to go to the doctor. So if you're grand, I'm sending you straight to school. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Hard. Hard knocks life, that one. Power move. Yeah. Uh, so we go to the doctor and he's, you know, and crucially, I, I said that it was a, a pain in the tummy because as we all know, that's the classic of the genre. Standard, yeah. Because sore throats, sore ears, you know, they've got the scopes and all that, but I knew tummy bug, they have to take me at my word. <laughs> uh, it's just little did they know that my word was muck. <laughs> so Dr. Hines starts like poking and he's prodding at my tummy. Now I was a heavy kid so my tummy was sizable so okay. he's prodding quite a lot but I, I knew all the noises that a sick kid would make so like you know realism obviously being the key. So you know rather than sort of groaning upon his first touch I sort of let him poke and prod for a mm. bit. You know because like good things come to those who wait. I was like <laughs> make him work for it you know. But, but I picked my spot and, and once he hits it like lads like you know Daniel Day Lewis, like I absolutely oh, commit method. Yeah, and so when he hits this certain spot after loads of poking, I go, uh, and he's like, "Well, that's your appendix." So when we arrive at the hospital, I made a real effort to like get out of the car in the most pained way because yeah. I was terrified they'd ask me to point to my appendix, but I'd point to the wrong side because <laughs> like the whole journey there, I was weighing it up. I was like, do I come clean or, or, or do I double down? But I just presumed that the, the ultrasound would catch it, that, you know, the scan would show I was grand. Sure. So... um the nurse, you know, explained the whole ultrasound routine. And, and this is important because I really remember her saying that it's going to be grand. It's not going to hurt because we even do this in pregnant women. Mm. So, you know, she does the whole thing. So she, you know, rubs my belly with the really cold jelly and she smooths it in with her really cold hands. And then she gets the scanner, uh, you know, and she starts scanning my, my, my tummy like a, a checkout assistant at Tesco. And, <laughs> and, you know, she's smoothing the scanner right across my belly. But, you know, she's making all these noises like it, it, it won't proper scan. She's like, Ugh. the nurse turns to my mom and she says the procedure isn't working. And she was like, Tom's too fat. The, the ultrasound won't scan. Oh, no. That essentially, like, such was the, the level of flab around my tummy. The ultrasound couldn't see through it. Right. 
And so I sort of always known that I was bigger than other kids. Mm. Like there were certain things that other kids could do that I couldn't do, like monkey bars being like a prime example of, of things that ruined my childhood. And so basically the doctor is brought in at this stage and he's obviously like, well, you know, we don't want the appendix to burst. And the pain you're describing is consistent with appendicitis. So I think we should just take it out. <laughs> oh, God. So, like, even as the anaesthetist, you know, he's counting me down and he's explaining that we're going to, you know, you're going to fall asleep in 10 seconds. And it's like 10, 9, 8, 7. And I'm like wondering, oh, God, is it too late? Like, <laughs> what if I told him that, like, I just made it up, like, that I said it was sorry that, you know, like, I've just been scared of Mr. Murta and his wasp eating habits. <laughs> like, but essentially, yeah, rather than coming clean and just spiraling and all this shame and embarrassment, I just said nothing and kept it a secret for, like, 20 years <laughs> that so I got they, my they took it out oh yeah it's gone like, I can show you my scar right now <laughs> can we just say I know it's not you know it's not a particularly pleasant thing to have something removed unnecessarily but thank god it was just your appendix like <laughs> if you had accidentally pointed to your liver or you know <laughs> your kidneys you know things could have been very different oh my god completely because it just spiralled and I just got in too deep and like you know, the alter- like the easiest option essentially just seemed to be under the knife. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about spiraling out of control. We're conscious that we don't want to spoil the entire show. Um, Tom Moran is a big, fat, filthy, disgusting liar because presumably you explore this topic in greater depth uh, than right now. Um, but so where else does it does it go without giving away too much? Yeah, well, that's one of my favourite things about the show is that we can give that story away and Mm. it doesn't really matter. Right. Because it originally, when I got the idea, I was like, oh my God, that's a show. And in another world, it totally could have been. But one of the things that became way more interesting in the process of writing it was, okay, that is a mad lie, but like, what kind of child thinks that's the best thing to do? (laughs) And then also, how does that child who lies grows into a man who still kind of lies, you know, and how when you get older, though, the stakes kind of get higher and, you know, it can creep into relationships and and it became less of a, 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 I am telling lies to being like, I am not, you know, without trying to sound too, uh, you know, uppity about it, but I'm not living in my truth, you know, and I'm behaving in ways that I can't stand over (laughs) and that I don't like. And essentially what the show kind of tries to do, it tries to show that a boy who lies and how he grows into a man who still lies and how sometimes if we want to, course correct those behaviours we have to go back to that child Mm. you know I like the way you say the stakes obviously rise when you get older like it started off on an operating (laughs) table (laughs) removing part of your body the stakes were pretty high you know (laughs) I think I I I can deal with upsetting a potential girlfriend (laughs) without the uh, operation part if you want to go and see it it's in the Project Arts Theatre in Temple Bar July 4th to the 8th it moves then to Kilkenny in the Set Theatre on the 16th Lyric Theatre in Belfast 17th to the 19th Tala the Civic Theatre, July 20th to the 22nd, and Edinburgh Fringe, August 2nd to 28th. Well done. Cheers, lads. Taking on Edinburgh, brilliant. Yeah, uh, Tom Moran, thanks a million. Uh, and of course, it won the Fish Amble New Writing Award and re- received five star reviews. So go see it while you can. Tom, thank you for doing What's the Story with us. Appreciate it, lads. Thank you. What's, What's the Story? Today FM. Dermot and Dave, weekdays from 9 a.m. Today.